Hi, I'm Keegan, and this is A Bunch of Gamers. This is our 106th episode of Werewolf the Apocalypse, 20th Anniversary Edition. The rolling seas of chaos. I'm going to go around and have my players introduce themselves. I'm Tyler, and I play Kyle, also known as Guards the Low. He's a Philodox of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm Sam. I play Cora. She's an Aruna in the Geta Fenris. Hi, I'm Adam. I play Mark Guides the Fallen, and he's a third of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm Sean. I play Zeb, Speaks in Sweet Whispers. He is a Theurge of the Silent Striders. Hello, my name's Thomas. I play Dimitri Howells in Memory, Lupus Galliard of the Bone Nars. Hi, my name is George. I am playing William Groves Matrices. He is a Foster and Arun of the Glasswalkers. Last time, the packs continued their way through Flux. Battling the great bovine warlord, Johnny got his guns in forms of music and light before shattering him and leaving for their next road, entering a place where results happened before actions amongst amoebas who seemed to be evolving and changing, following the amoebas and helping them find their way home. The pack then found a lady who was sure that all that glitters is gold, and she built them a stairway to heaven. And now they find themselves in a cloud city, surrounded by land that would make them sink and fall, as various birds seem to be moving around here and there, speaking and chittering in different ways. Overhead, you see a flock of eagles and swans and robins, flying back to the great central tower of the cloud city as the various birds start hopping around, flying about as you stand on the clouds, moving towards the city, once again surrounded by the sea of earth. It's a high hustle and bustle of a city, people moving back and forth, talking to each other, almost like as you see vehicles crafted of feathers and birds riding around in them, driving, picking things up, sharing wares, as you see a great bazaar of, bazaar, mar a marketplace of seeds and rodents and things like that for various birds to eat, noticing that seed and other payments going to the kestrels and owls, and the kestrels and owls seem to take a fraction of their pay and moving towards the great tower that the swans, eagles, and robins have flown to. How would you like to proceed? I feel like following the birds might be as good of a start as any. I agree, and it seems like they're drawn towards that tower over there as well. Something interesting has got to be going on. It's nice to have something a little bit familiar, too. Cityscape, but with birds instead of people. Yeah, I just, I don't understand what's going on, but we'll follow. Yeah, I was a lot more confident before I got sobered. I feel you. I don't know, I feel more out of it now. Well, someone really went out of their way to have Cora expand her mind, and this is, I mean, this is one of those things that not a lot of folks do. It's pretty damn out there, and not even an elder that you talk to could help with that. It's, it's true. If anything, I would try if I were you. Well, one of two things. One, you're still a builder and you're a planner. And I got it. But the second part is, imagine that enemies that you fight with chaos like this, that aren't linear, 
are still something good to wrap your head around if it makes you more creative. Because you did some pretty impressive stuff in combat that you probably never would have thought you were going to do in a million years till you got here. You got a point. I never thought that I would ever be light and sound. The, the joys of the Gru Nation are there are plenty of opportunities to be uncomfortable. I, I feel like that's a state of being at this point. But it makes you more dynamic. And you being dynamic when it comes to making decisions is important when you're leading a pack and you're in charge. Because you've had to deal with stuff like this before. You've done a lot of heavy lifting before you even came here. This is just something a little bit different to wrap your head around and change the pace. I think it's important to do that. Because it's really weird. But flexibility, I think, makes us a little bit better. We're a little too rigid sometimes, huh? Yeah. What I dealt with while you guys were in Erebus was kind of black and white in my book. This, this is abstract. So yeah, take it and run with it. Good and evil is a good, safe fallback, isn't it? If you can put something in either one of those camps, that makes decision-making pretty dang easy. Mm -hmm. When it doesn't fit a mold, and it's entirely out there, it means that the decision that you make, you better be damn confident in, and that you look to the people around you to make sure you made the right one. And then you stand up for what you made, right? Take it for that. But it sure is, it sure as hell is uncomfortable, but I'm glad you're here regardless. I hope that I can be of assistance, at least to, to Cora right now, and to the pack later. We ain't dead. Step one. You've already been a great assistance, William. We've all witnessed it, clearly. Thank you. Yeah, I can't. I've lost count of how many times we've needed your cell phone. At least three times. Not including more. my credit card, too. Oh, we don't keep track of that. I do. <laughs> I'm a businessman at heart. Mm. Well, good luck in any of that money back. We're all likely to die before you do. Well, you may feel out of place here in the Flux, but do know that you have a place here among us, your friends and allies and packmates. I don't know. Getting back on track, I feel like this might be something that I can actually help with. The bird seed, a form of currency. So, and what what's going on is kind of like a either a taxation or a tithe to the big tower in the sky. Uh, Keegan, could I give like a into like a uh, a cult role for possible like mythologies behind this? Yeah, this six. I didn't. This doesn't really match any of the mythologies you can think of from world religions. This seems different somehow. It kind of seems to be more definitely just amalgamation of things here. That doesn't make sense. I can't think of anything that could be a juxtaposition here for us to go by. Definitely. Well, it is flux. I might just be unpredictable enough that it can't really relate to anything from our point of reference. Very true. Very true. But Two Hearts does make a point. Maybe the tower is something of significance. We should go there. I agree. Moving through, all the birds seem to have accents of some kind. You understand bird now? And as you get to the tower and you see two golden eagles standing upright as they turn and look at you, as out of their breast flips out two automatic weapons that are pointing at you as they speak an er bird once again and have very very american accents halt what business do you have with our embassy greetings we're travelers from outside the city and we were just wondering why so many people were coming to this embassy as they look at you stone-faced going 
unless you have authorization to be here or any sort of connection or meeting scheduled with the ambassadors, we are going to have to request that you please step away. Of course. Okay. Easily done. So, hmm. as we step away... <laughs> Indeed. Maybe the marketplace we passed? We could see, like, get some information, see what's going on there. Good idea. All right. You guys head to the marketplace. You see several birds all around calling things out. Once again, various kinds of items. As you see a duck selling several small rodents as one of the wood owls and the swifts buy from him and he he acknowledges it as he gives off their money to another owl behind the scenes as he speaks with him back and forth talking about various things how the marketplace is going possible breaks on his his rent things like that uh, various birds coming in and out as you do see two of the swans walking as they honk with a kind of joy at seeing what seems to be a very bizarre or dare I almost painfully have to say exotic marketplace as they have extremely British accents. Uh, just a question, uh, Keegan. Uh, are we still made of like like fire and ash or have our forms yeah. changed as well your forms have changed back to normal okay so your lupus form looks more like a weird griffin and your crinus form looks like an abomination from a sixth or higher monster manual edition he sold me crinos all the time <laughs> Oh, you're going to have Krynos all the time, Sam? You failed your roll. <laughs> you're shifting oh. all the time. Oh, yeah, never mind. I'm still shifting. So after that duck um, speaks with the owl, does the owl leave? The owl does not leave. They seem to be waiting throughout the day. Okay. It's it's like patronage. Mm. Different Different birds have different levels of influence, and some have very... So let's say strict functions. This is this is like political patronage being passed back and forth. And then you see these, in my opinion, you see these posh folk suddenly walking through what they view as their lesser. But still, this is this is power transferring among others in different forms of type. Hmm. So then maybe a suggestion to coin a Hamid term: follow the money. Well, we or did that. What Again, every 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 one of these is is something to understand and figure out. So, sure, fine. We want to we want to go. We want to do what we did before. We want to go to the focal point or the origin. And it did. And Keegan, for clarification, did it appear to be flowing to that place where the where the guards turned us away? Did that yes. appear to be the spot? Okay. You did notice owls and swifts. Uh, you noticed owls and swifts going to the tower. Well, one, we could try to take on the form of an owl or a swift by our will and claim to have business. Or two, just try to come up with actually having business to go inside. But I don't know what the deeper meaning behind meeting the ambassador could be other than actually having something to say. 
maybe there's an owl that needs help with all their seed to take to the embassy. We're talking to these through through house memories beast speak speech. Right? No, you we all you all understand bird. We understand. Okay, okay, got it. Cool. All other animals are under the purview of Dimitri right now. For all your non-bird related needs, just come to me. That's right. We'll get this guy a poster. Right, we could also just mug an owl for their seed and take it to the the tower. Or we could, you know, share the load. If they have such a large sack, we could split it. Tell me more! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Big sack. Go on. Splitting the sack. Keep talking. <laughs> yeah. Keep talking. But, Get all those thoughts out. Get all those thoughts out there, George. <laughs> Your sack looks heavy, Mr. Owl. May I hold it? <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say any of this stuff. <laughs> when you think of birdseed, it is in a sack. I, <laughs> I want to delete everything except what Dimitri said with no context and just leave that in the <laughs> I say Outside of brute force, we could just ask an owl how to make an appointment. Yeah, so. Another suggestion would be that I got would be to do what we did um, with the amoebas and wait until everyone's done with work and find the gathering spot and ask around, see what's going on. It's a possible idea. We could do that. I mean, heck, we could do that. And while we're waiting for everybody to leave, we can ask an owl to see if maybe we could just make an appointment. Oh, definitely. I, th I think while we're waiting, we should do something as well. It just another option. So you're going to go talk to an owl then? Yeah. Yeah, let's talk to an owl. All right, so you find one of the, the owls as they are moving from shop to shop collecting. As they turn, Desi asks you, uh, how can I help you? This is where you put that clip of Dimitri. <laughs> oh, we are travelers passing through. Oh, we, and well, we wanted to see the ambassador. We were wondering if you knew how to make an appointment. Oh, well, yes, if you have the right family connections, they really wish to speak to us, the, the governors of these places. The, they rarely want to hear the common people believing that the common people are, well, free and intelligent enough to elect proper representatives to represent their interests to the tower based on their foreign aid. We give them some seed and resources and they bring back security and stability. They keep some of the other birds at bay who would control this place. Can you tell us a little bit more about how that works? We're new to town. We oh. don't know how. Oh, certainly. Well, the two other birds came from a far-off cloud. They flew here under the pretext of ousting some of the different kind of eagles that lived here, that preyed upon everyone. They set things up so that we would be able to get their protection and that we would have a new, well, as he looks at himself as an owl, parliamentary system. And this parliamentary system would, of course, give them aid for defense budget. This defense is then done, and thus they've parceled out our cloud, which they've combined with another cloud recently, that is why the Swifts are here, so that we can 
combine our resources and are divided in, well, territories. And these territories then go up to the central government and then the central government pays them for the defense. And the eagles have, of course, done great defense and they train some of our owls, but they make sure that we work through their communication networks so that we are at peak efficiency. Same with the Swifts when trying to defend, well, our own cloud. They've reassured the people multiple times that this cloud belongs to all of us and that they are simply here as willing servants to aid us in our defense. Okay, um, there's our lesson on imperialism, friends. Well, here's my question, and pardon the curiosity of an outsider, but why don't the eagles help you establish your own communications so that you can pr learn to protect yourselves? Well, it seems that that's not just how it's done. What if there was a, a you know, sky, a sky, uh, sky, sky, skyward threat that threatened the whole skies? Then we'd want one network with them. Of course, we would work with them. I mean, we have already two members of their defense pact here, aiding our cloud. What happens to those that oppose the system? Oh, they do demonstrations in the streets. So we, we've made sure that our parliament is based off of theirs so that, you know, of course, the freedom of screech is well protected. <laughs> Not even fucking sorry about that pun. <laughs> <laughs> so good. This, this is all. This is all imperialism. It's exercising power over the people, tell, dictating what you think they should do, mashing groups together, saying you're going to provide for their defense. You're pulling resources from them, and and you're treating them like you're lesser. Like that's that's yeah. That's 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 all this is. And and certain groups are merely resources for you to to plunder, and for their own good somebody else manages them for you. And unfortunately, someone from far away came in to make sure that nothing bad happened to you and that, you know, all of all of the things that you need in life are going to be looked out for, but you're free to speak up whenever you like. Not that it makes a difference. So I, I think I think the dialogue could probably end yeah. as we're just we're just going to draw out more of a bureaucratic functionary's view that has been mm -hmm. appointed and protected and has probably sold out people that it needed to look out for. So we're probably done. All right. Yeah, so Dimitri is going to say, you know, thank you for your time. Yes, of course. And, well, if you are, in fact, foreigners, remember, there are great investment opportunities within this cloud. You could certainly, you could certainly seed it with your new business and really rein in the income. I'll definitely keep it in mind and... You know, maybe we can schedule an appointment with the ambassador to discuss uh, potential business opportunities. Oh, that would be perfect. Yes. Well, would we be able to make an appointment through you then? Or uh, would we have to... You'll have to see my secretary. She has very long lashes and long legs. You can find her in my office. Uh, over Where there, as he points with his claw, as he goes... You see the large cloud over there, the, the the sort of square one with the sign there that says Rodents Incorporated? That is mine. Okay. Well, we'll definitely go and see your secretary then. 
Perfect. All right. What do you do? Are you looking to try to broker your way in to talk to some folks? Or is this something that deep down inside would be something that you fundamentally stand against? Fundamentally stand against. <laughs> so I guess the question is, is do you want to do this proper? Or do you want to go bust down the door, Corridor? I know I o- opened up one potential avenue for us to do this in a official capacity, but I, I think we should talk to the the common birds and maybe see if see how how they feel. That's what I was thinking. See see how they feel about what's going on here. Which I I can't imagine they would feel any different than us, but better to make sure. Alright, so gonna try and talk to one of the other birds. I was thinking about just going with my plan about wait until night, going to the common commonplace and seeing if like if we could talk to them without any like owls or swifts around. I mean we could possibly find a duck right now that isn't being isn't around any owls or uh, swifts yeah there's plenty of places where there's not really any sort of owls or swifts some are inter some are mingling with the ducks the peacocks things like that and seem to be on very friendly terms and they're not collecting seeds from them either i guess just go up and ask uh one of the marketeers okay one of the marketeers sees you yes can i help you greetings we're distant travelers just passing through and taking rest we were wondering why are they taking seed from you taxes taxes hmm but have you noticed that some other birds aren't getting taxed no the taxes are fairly consistent based on what's done in commerce of course and then different tax rates for of course investment and the like as as is typical uh since the bald eagles have reformed our economy do you feel that your cloud is better now the bird kind of goes yes i think my cloud is better could i get a perception empathy roll please it seems like they're not telling you the whole truth they seem wary of you as he's either in outsider or something else but they seem wary of your questions and seem to be willing to only answer in the most positive of ways Mm, well not being from this cloud i rightly can't make a judgment of my own but thank you for the conversation of course yes certainly the bird gives you what is what you assume to be a smile it's difficult to tell on a beak as you move through and from an alleyway another bird a couple birds grab you and slam you into the walls of the cloud one steps forward asking who sent you i was sent by no one i came here of my own with my pack you're talking nonsense i are you we're just trying to ascertain the truth are you from cdnn what what birds are these sure you uh you see that they are ducks peacocks and kingfishers no one has sent us we're on your side i see as they let you go and several of them move around so why are you here how how did you hear if you're here how are you trying to help well we were journeying we came into town we saw shady 
shit going down and are like, hey, maybe we should help. Well, it's very interesting. This has been seen the sky over. It happened when when the bald eagles invaded us and they got their little coalition of swans, robins, as well as other birds from the western skies. Well, I don't know if you've noticed. We're not quite like you. Yes, you're birds I've never seen before. Very interesting. One of them squints. But all the same, maybe you can help. We're not sure. It seems that one of an eagle is coming to visit and tour this area to speak with our own Parliament's Judiciary Committee to talk about the future of our laws. There are many of us who respect him in some ways, but it seems that he has turned down several, well, several things that could work in our favor. It seems that he's blocked a ruling that bald eagles and swans can take artifacts of this cloud just fine and not be sued by brown owls, swifts, or even kingfishers, ducks, or the like. Yet, just a few years before, he was fine with allowing other birds to sue and reclaim the art artwork from hawks. How is this different? We wish him to change his ruling and remove the hypocrisy. That makes sense. So there will be a protest in the main square. I'd gladly be there. Is there any way that we could help with this protest? Uh, yes, perhaps you could. We're trying to do the best we can, but most of the birds here are smaller. They've had, they don't, they, they don't have the same weapons and talons as the eagles, especially eagles who've had their talons sharpened from their home cloud. They're very powerful, and if they, if things turn violent, we will not be able to stand a chance against them. You are large and strong, and your talons seem rather sharp, as he looks at Korra. At times, perhaps you would be able to march with us, perhaps at the front, so that some of the other birds do not take the brunt of the eagle's violence. Gladly. If this is where the journey takes us. <clears throat> we will gladly help protect our fellow birds. Now, fortunately, we are experienced in protecting others. We'll help you. You are? Is there any way you could train some of our birds to fight if that was necessary? Mark will turn to Cora. I, I don't think we'll have any objection to that. If it's necessary. Based on how they're talking, it's necessary. Yeah. Have we considered hitting supply lines for, you know, weapons? Some do that. Unfortunately, some are with us and some are from the old regime, which we do not wish to return. We wish to govern ourselves and control ourselves and not have outside influences control us. Or at least some of us. Some support the old regime, some support our own regime, and some support this current regime. My goal 
is to make sure as many of my own people prosper. Generally, the goal, the goal of everyone, I'm in support of allowing everyone to be, you know, free in their own right. Do you have a plan for when the time comes so that the old regime doesn't come back and the new regime doesn't, you know, get a second wind? Uh, that's the thing. This current regime would make the transition easier if they just chose to help us build our own infrastructure rather than relying on theirs. But if we defeated this regime, our infrastructure could go away. They've designed the regime that way so that we are forced to rely on them. That is why so many have conflicting views about how we should deal with the eagles and the swans. Because a violent takeover would be collapsing your own way of life and a nonviolent attempt at takeover could not work at all, right? Correct. They would have to acknowledge us as birds first. And for now, we are props for their own virtue. Until that time comes, though, we're here to just protect you and help you learn to protect yourselves in case this does happen. I think going after supply lines and logistical things is is too far beyond jumping the trigger, right? Jumping the trigger. <laughs> I agree. Let's start small, and if things escalate, then we will help as best we can. Then if that is the case, perhaps you can aid us with the judge that we spoke of, the bald eagle who is visiting, trying to reverse his ruling so that we can sue eagles for violations, for attacking us without cause, for crushing our eggs under heel in an attempt to control us. We will do the best that we can to help. I'll wait till we walk away. Your plan, your rules, fine. In this you want to participate in some protests? The the ultimate fear that people have of things like this, the boogeyman that people can make people scared of, is that there's going to be a civil war and lots of people are going to die. And that the strongest element of all of them is going to come out on top. This is very human thinking that we're all taking on here right now. Political will and supply lines and things. Do you want to return chaos to this and let it sort itself out with a solution that might not be palatable to everyone involved, but still a solution? Or do we look at somebody imposing their will for the good of everybody so less people die? That's the thing. We can make lots of good decisions for other people all day long, couldn't we? We can make decisions for these birds here right now to make sure they're okay. We're not sure if we want to train them. We'll protest with them, but we don't want things to escalate. Doesn't sound very fiery of us, does it? Sounds like we're kind of playing along with everyone else for the good of stability. So what are you suggesting? I think you might well wreck some shit. So some eagles are going to die. And some folks that don't have much might get more. And they're going to find their solution out here. And whatever this bird cloud ends up being like in the end is going to be the one that they determined. And at least some birds from far away didn't impose their will on it. And it might be a lesson to us and a lot of the relationships that we've got. We've impelled will on some people when we really didn't need to. Not a bad lesson. The Pharah might have something to say about that. I think you make, you make a good argument for just wrecking shit. Find those strong eagles and handle them. I would hope there'd never be the day that we would all decide to join a peaceful protest to make sure that the meek were protected when the strong were out there and we knew that we could kill them or stop them. I mean, that makes sense. Because when we, like, what if we don't get through, you know, everything and we got, we're gone and, oh no, the meek are not protected anymore. And and again, there, 
lessons that I would apply to the very, very real world when it comes to our kin and the things that we have to do versus a spiritual realm that deals in chaos constantly. This lesson, though, seems to be fairly clear. Again, your action, your friend charged you with this. But I don't think it's the time to be meek. I think it's the time to be decisive. And whatever you've got, you just believe in it and you do it. All right, you're right, Zeb. I think in that case, we should train these birds to defend themselves as many as we can. And then I guess we could arrange an appointment with this ambassador and end things the way that Garo do. You've been very quiet on this, William. It's not much to say, really, besides that the powerful imposing their own will and taking freedom from others is not right. When was the last time a, pre a peaceful protest actually did anything? How many peaceful protests does it take to really make a point? When the powerful can quiet the, the weak, the weak have no voice. All right. We're in agreement. Fuck shit up. All right. So can with this goddamn body shifting everywhere. <laughs> All right. So how are you going to fuck shit up? I think we should start with finding those birds again and telling them, hey, we're going to train all of you as many that are old enough to defend themselves. The other like, option is to just go into the tower and fuck shit up. That was my, my, I was, I was thinking about like, let's just go back to the tower. I would, I would lean closer to that because it puts a lot of people in danger when you start to train them. All right. Let's, let's not even do that overwhelming power will just get them all killed we can handle something right now decisive all right now all right okay now let's go as you all start heading to the tower the eagles kind of once again ask who are you what do you have authorization to be here what do you do roll for initiative yeah you guys shift and they're just regular ass bird people so you fuck them up Here's my authorization. <laughs> I dropped it. As you start rushing in and just slaughtering the shit out of birds, killing swans, eagles, red robins, the works as you just go through and you take them out and you destroy them, creating the power vacuum as this place collapses in on itself as you all fall down a black hole. You feel yourselves pulled in as you explode out the other side as each one of you is a star who divides up into a galaxy. Could I get a Wits Enigmas roll? Diff eight. As you go in and you all, all of you feel your consciousness collapsing within itself as you feel your minds zooming in further and further into yourselves. As you pass through a galaxy, you pass through a cluster of stars into a smaller solar system as you go past the furthest planets, past the asteroid belt, and you land within your bodies in a marsh as cannonballs are raining from the sky, smashing all around you. Please roll dexterity stamina or dexterity athletics to get behind a tree large enough not to be hit by these cannonballs. Cora, you are in Hamid form. 
I guess I can also choose which form I'm yeah. in, right? You get to choose, yep. Okay. As long as it wasn't the previous form, which I think you said was Glabro. Yeah. So, what form would you like to be in? Lupus. Lupus, okay. Hey, looks like everyone made it as they start smashing into the trees and then they stop for a moment. And they start striking again and they stop for a moment. As you start to notice a cadence, you might be able to climb this tree and see what ha- see what's going on. It is Cora, it will be diff 9 for you because and diff 6 for everyone else as long as they're not in Krynos form because Krynos form will get so heavy that the branches will break and Lupus form doesn't have the thummy thumbs to climb <laughs> effectively. Same what's, with Hispo. What's the role? Uh, strength athletics. Diff six, as long as you're not in Krynos. And impossible if you're in Lupus cool. and Hispo. Alright, I'll, I'll shift into Glabro then. Okay. I've been in Glabro this whole time. Aura <laughs> did it. It's that, as, it's that extra one, deep, one point in strength. Aura's going up, arms shifting from Hamid to Lupus, so she falls several feet before shifting back into Krynos and her claws digging into the tree, pulling herself up, shifting to Hispo and using her claws to drag and slow her descent before becoming Hamid again and using the claw marks to help give her handholds to climb up before shifting into Glavro and getting a better strength climb as she gets on a small branch, shifts into Krynos, the branch breaks making her drop as she reaches out, grabs on, put one arms herself up before turning to lupus and falling several more feet before climbing as they, she gets to a uh, height finally high enough to see. We also see the same with Mark. You're able to get, get up high. Dimitri, you climb up as well. As you all see who have climbed, you all see massive... 10-story Scotsman picking up shot puts and throwing them into the marsh you're in, causing it to rain. I guess, having seen what what's going on, Cora's gonna, like, carefully slide down the tree <laughs> as best as she can. <laughs> as shot puts are hitting trees, you hear the wind howling, but is it truly howling? Or is it the sound of bagpipes? Deep down, you know you will never know. Hey, hey, bagpipes are a beautiful, beautiful sound. They're lovely. Not when they're 10 stories tall. It's a very large bagpipe. I will relay that information to William, since I'm down on the ground now. And I will wait for everyone else to join us. Yeah, let's let's slide down this tree. All right, you slide down the tree. You get down as shot pits start striking, and you were forced deeper into the marsh, where the shot foots don't go as far, except for the biggest, strongest giant Scotsman. And it's raining normal rain too. Yes. So it's very much like hail. Gotcha. Yes. <laughs> Hailing shot puts. Hailing shot puts. <laughs> What happens to the shot puts when they land? They strike hard and you see a bunch of plants rise up and go back and you notice that there's a flower every foot, meaning that they are counting how far the shot puts are going based on the flowers. Oh, they're not attacking us, are they? No, they're just 
Island games. We just landed in the middle of island games. We're gonna make sure we don't get hit by caper toss. Oh god. <laughs> Giant ass log just. Well, they are wearing too. those kilts traditionally, yes. <laughs> uh, I've, I've got a song for this, but. Oh, you have a song for a giant Scotsman dick? <laughs> uh, no, just for Scotsman dick. <laughs> oh, okay. Not giant, just regular. Okay. Just regular Scotsman so do you, dick. So would you just play it loud? or? <laughs> Very loud. You know, we're all the way down here. They gotta be able to hear us. <laughs> Cora pulls out I, her I, phone and just plays a song. I do have Call you, of the you Wild. Mean, Cora would pull out William's phone. There you go. Cora would pull out William's phone. Just reach That's in his phone. Hey, fourth time. <laughs> in two sessions. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Uh, as you're moving in, you see people staring at you. They're hiding behind the trees as they look at you and go, Oh, hi, strangers. What's the big idea with the uh, cannonballs? Oh, it, there was just a... The weatherman told us there was a 40% chance. Of course, of course. And you're all taking cover from the weather? No, we're hiding from the diseased. Who are the diseased? Terrible. They've gone to the houses, and the disease takes hold. And it grows on their skin, and their skin becomes soggy for a moment and bulbous before crystallizing. Their whole bodies harden as they're unable to move and pustules spray foam everywhere, and anyone caught in the foam contracts. Yes. So did the spreading of the disease occur recently? Yes, a few few weeks ago. We are going to the houses, and, well, someone started to change as he screamed, and it blasted several others. For some, it happens immediately. Others, just, it takes a few days. Some a few weeks, it's disturbing, and we have to keep them away from our groups, or, well, we could all be wiped out. It certainly is terrible. Zeb, do you got any ideas? Sounds like pest control, is what it sounds like. Oh. Oh. Okay. Does anybody else need any expl explaining? If you don't mind elaborating. Well, and Mark will kind of shuffle everybody away from the humans for the conversation. Pretty sure, as Zeb suggested, this isn't a disease. This is the giant's pest control on the humans. Okay, now I understand. I just had a thought. We were told that we would be given scenarios, basically kind of like riddles, puzzles, to solve. And when, once we solved them, things would change, yes? Similar to how they did with the Amoebas. And, I mean, basically with everything else, except we've had three... This is the third now puzzle where it's the big guy oppressing the little guy in some way. What if we've done it wrong the last two times? Because the last two times we've gone in guns a-blazing. Wasn't this the purpose of the journey, though? To bring chaos into something that has been made order in a realm of chaos? We don't know what the purpose was. Well, the spirit told you. I think like anything else, you've stuck with your conviction to keep change. We're looking at a case now of ants being handled and exterminated. And it really, in the case of the amoebas, that wasn't oppression, though. That was just evolution. 
here in this case we, well, see something a little bit different of, well, a bunch of people hiding in a marsh from houses that have weird disease that make them crystallize and explode and affect other people, to which they do the same thing, which I can only assume is death. But I would think maybe looking toward the giants would be the appropriate portion. You still bring up a good point, though. This is flux and the... Or, again, the removal of one element from others imposes an order that doesn't need to be there. Pest control is imposing your order on something, right? Still and all, we can talk more to these guys. We can go, we can go look at the giants that are hurling shot put into this area that the people here view as being weather. And again, here in the in the in, the, in, in flux, it very well might be. But I don't don't think you're doing something wrong, right? Or you, the the solution is having a solution. It doesn't matter if it's right or wrong. It's it's getting through the puzzle and continuing until Flux decides to jettison us. Fair enough. I, it was just a thought that crossed my mind because I was seeing a pattern. That Don't do that. Don't, right? don't do you that. See your pattern, yes. You're imposing order. You're, you're holding yourself back if you're trying to impose a pattern. I'm, I'm trying to do it too, and I'm just as guilty because I'm still using my own views of uh, oppression or, or my own views of theology. Like I, I, It's really, really hard. It's really, really hard. That's why Judith challenged us with it, I'd say, or challenged you with it. But don't look for a pattern, because by gum, we'll, we don't want that. I say decide and, and go with it, and maybe impulse is about as random as we can get. All right. So we've talked to the humans. Let's go talk to the giants. As you start trekking along, as shot puts are crashing all around you, could I get Dex Athletics Roll? Diff 6, you need three successes to take zero damage. Uh, Has our forms changed? We're going to say yes. And Cora, you are in Hispo. Yeah, I'll shift into Lupus for the purposes of dodging. Same. And since I have to change, I'm shifting to Hispo. I'm rocking it with Glabro right now. All right, Dimitri. You took one point of lethal damage as you try and get out of the way of the shot put. And your right back leg snaps as it rolls over. Ow. And you can't regenerate in lupus form. As you start moving along and you keep going as the shot puts keep coming, but now you're far enough away to where only the weakest giant's shot puts are reaching. And the yet far enough then, now you make your way up the hill. Hill being a relative term, it's almost like a mountain. As you start climbing and climbing and you see the giant Scotsman grabbing their shot puts, twirling around and throwing the whole area rumbling, their steps causing the ground to shift and shake violently under heel as they don't seem to be paying much attention to you as their kilts raise up in the twirl and Cora's song goes off, or Sam's song goes off in this case. Hashtag get Sam giant Scotsman sticks. Apparently the Norsemen ain't cutting it anymore. So. <laughs> well, I mean, it's because they're giants doesn't mean that it's like proportionate to size, right? I mean, it looks like it's giant from here. I think it really matters. <laughs> <laughs> You're still climbing yeah, I... a tree. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get way up there. Way can up I just, there. Can I just... I, I think Sam finally make... gets to feel like a ladybug sitting under a mushroom or a frog sitting under a mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
moving on, <laughs> uh, let's impose our will on Flux to grow ten stories tall so we can talk to these people. Nice. There you go. I... That is a great idea. Definitely. We can try. Here's a better idea. Grow 20 stories and start shot putting. Shot Just putting. crush their scores. <laughs> that would be a little bit more chaotic if you really think about it. We just pest control the pest control. Maybe we should, like, you know, not go too crazy. 15 stories. 15 stories. Intimidate the shit out of them. Well, see, we have, we have to be, you know, proportional to what they're doing. No, we don't. That's too... It's too orderly. Okay, so you will have to spend three points of Gnosis and roll Charisma Primal Urge Diff 9. Oh, uh, I'd be out of Gnosis. I have not. I don't even have enough Gnosis. Can you spend a willpower to either negate a botch for a success? No, nothing. Okay. All right. You're, you're channeling it. chaos. You give me full creative control if you botch. <laughs> Not a botch, just a failure. Now, from what Keegan just was saying earlier, God save you if you botch. <laughs> oh no! Not a botch. You didn't. Not botch. a botch. Not a botch. <laughs> All right. Yes. As Dimitri starts to expand quickly and violently, several of the Scotsmen, going bloody hell, <laughs> jumping away. All of you falling on your ass because they jumped, so the whole ground shakes as Dimitri becomes over ten, ten stories tall in his lupus form. Oh, look at that wolf! Grab the hammers! Does that mean he's going to be absolutely giant if he shifts to Hamid? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I'll, I'll go and check into Hamid. According <laughs> to the height dynamic. Yeah, yeah, Dimitri just starts getting massive because you have to go through all your forms to get to the form you want. So you see Dimitri shift in moments to a massive, massive hispo to an even more massive Krinos to a Glavro to a Hamid who stands heads and shoulders above all the other Scotsmen. Like Thomas in real life. Almost <laughs> seven foot. <laughs> As he puts down his hand, and I need you guys to do a strength athletics roll to climb into his massive fucking hand. Have I changed? <laughs> yes, you have. You are in, you are in lupus form. So your difficulty is going to be eight. And I will be in Cryonos form. As you all scramble into Dimitri's giant-ass hand, and you now have... What do you want to do? Shout out the Scots. <laughs> so they can hear us. I don't think they're gonna, baby. <laughs> Maybe. As you shout as loud as you can, and Dimitri can't even hear you. Ah, oh, you're bug collecting there, laddie. Kind of in oh, the middle so, of our game. Oh yeah, I was I was watching your game from from down below and. But you get a good view. Not, oh, yes, I noticed that your throwing arms are all garbage. So I came up to show you how it's really done. Oh really? As one picks up a shot put and starts get it putting it towards your hand, open hand. <laughs> I'm gonna grab it with my other hand. Uh, and. Oh, you're a lefty. Yeah. Is there a way I could 
put everybody in my pocket. You can try. <laughs> Dude, we're dusted <laughs> lit at this point. Like, what the hell? Will you find us? No. Not, I, no, not at the I, rate things are going. I'm not worried about you putting us in the pocket. I'm worried about you not finding us in your pocket. Wait until he becomes our, our size again. Put us on your head so that we can grab onto your hair and just hold on for your life. Yeah, let's go with that. I'll I'll just kind of try to subtly just kind of brush my hair back out of my face as I try to deposit everybody in, in my scalp. Everyone takes two points of bashing damage due to fall damage as you crash through trees and land hard on Dimitri's scalp. I like, I like, that's gotta like, be, gotta be the biggest play mechanics right there I've seen in this game so far. So, oh, he's in lupus form. Yeah. Oh, you did what now? Monkey's paw. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, chaos, motherfucker. All right. Dimitri, because you've never done shot put before, and it is a technical role, as much of a technical skill as it is a strength skill, you you will have to do strength athletics diff eight. I would like to spend the willpower. Spend that willpower. All right. Um, and then what was the role again? Strength athletics in homage okay. form. All right. I also need strength athletics from everyone else. Diff six, please. Oh, yes, and Cora, you are... In Glabro form. Hey, welcome to the club. At least you have thumbs. I'm just gonna say, the Scotsman, like, watching him transform, like, go through all the changes, it had to have been absolutely terrifying. Well, imagine him in Krinos form, given his size and Hamid. Oh, Jesus Christ! You know, in hindsight, maybe I should have gone Krinos. <laughs> Bro. Just All right, badass. Dimitri, you get three successes, which is an okay throw. As you grab the shot put, you're very clumsy about it, though, and you pull back and you push as you hear all the Scotsmen laughing, clapping their hands, thinking this is the funniest thing in the world. All of you spin around, and it feels like you are getting hit with hurricane force winds as your bodies are slammed into Dimitri's hair, and... Let's see, we have a D4. Cora, you vomit violently onto Dimitri's scalp. At least it's just small vomit. <laughs> he won't even notice. <laughs> anyway, is that all? Would you like to join? We could definitely train you. Sure. I'll take a few lessons. I could work on my throwing arm. Good. As they start prepping you and everyone needs to make another roll because Dimitri has decided to be amicable and <laughs> learn the shot put. I'm sorry, everybody. No, you're not. But it's okay. <laughs> we love you. Am I still Glebro? No, it is a different nope. turn. You are in lupus form. You have to oh, bite no. into that hair. Into that hair right next to where you vomited. <laughs> as you hang on for dear life, as once again, hurricane force winds, Dimitri's hair goes flowing as he spins around through their lessons. Dimitri's strength athletics diff seven this time. Dimitri, you get zero successes as you just botch it. The thing barely goes to you a couple inches. To everyone else, on of you a couple feet as all the Scotsmen start laughing. One of them hits you violently on the back as you lurch forward. Strength athletics rolls. Everyone, please. Cora, you are in Krinos form. As you all hang on for dear life, 
Yeah, you need more listens, lad. It looks like you need several as all the Scotsmen start laughing as you hear bagpipes in the background making mocking, jeering musical notes. All right. The temptation to shift into Krynos and throw one of these shock puts is really strong right now. You know what? I, you know what? I'm going to be impulsive. I'm going to shift into Krynos and throw one of these shock puts. All oh, right. Now as you're all of you are, As all of you are separated, as Dimitri's scalp expands around you, as new hair starts shooting up like trees... <laughs> And the hairs around you start to change in form and consistency as you are all now several feet apart. And you hear Dimitri going, give me that shot put, little man. As it's like a tiny little thing in his hand. Dimitri, strength athletics, diff seven, everyone else. Strength athletics, please. Cora, you are in, uh, you are in glabro form. If anyone is tossed off into another solar system, I apologize ahead of time. This is like... Oh my uh, god. Oh no! This oh is... No. Uh, this is... Uh, we're gonna put the Alvin and the Chipmunks filter over all of us. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, Dimitri, you just, once again, and it go, it rolls off your hand because it's too small and you can't get a good grip as it just falls off your hand, rolls, hits your foot. It doesn't do any damage. It's just real uncomfortable. And you hear all the Scotsmen laughing and laughing and laughing around you. Built like a tree, throws like one too. <laughs> Dimitri, could you roll rage for me, please? Yeah. Rinsies, it is difficult. <laughs> it is difficult. Oh, no. Sec. <laughs> How thick are the hairs? Pretty thick, but still, like, you can get a hold of them. Okay. Give into the oh frenzy, no. Dimitri. Dimitri, it is diff four. It is a full moon. All right. Five All successes right. to frenzy, thanks to Erebus. Give into the rage. Make it rain chaos. All right, Dimitri, nothing. You don't frenzy. Sam, stop tempting me. Because I, I could just squish all of these Scotsmen right now. You could. Anyway, lad, what did you come up here for? What did I come up here for? I. <laughs> They're poisoning the little ones with uh, poison. Uh, yeah, I, I came up here because you, you are, are poisoning the, the people down below in the marsh. We don't do nothing in the marsh. Is he on a boat? I mean, you, you've set, you've set a, a, a poison up in your houses, and from the perspective of those that are smaller than you, it, it looks like a, a disease. Our, our houses aren't in the marsh. Who builds their house in a house in a swamp? Our houses are over yonder. As he's pointing away from the the marsh. You crazy lad. All right, maybe I misunderstood. I'm. Not from around here, but there are That's people obvious. hiding. <laughs> there are people hiding in the marsh because when they try to go to your houses, their their friends and family die from a, in their view, a mysterious disease. Hmm. But I just seeing I little people. But I several are far away. We have cars, you know. Several of us drive. It's a big open field. Why do you ha think we have our games out here? So unless your wee ones got little miniature, miniature airplanes, which, ha ha, 
as you hear one of them, that would be adorable. I, 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 it would be adorable, but I haven't seen them. Otherwise, you'd hear me saying, ah, more often. I guess down there, they looked like people to me, but I'd say from your perspective, they would look more like ants. Well, I've got an ant mound by my house, yeah, but I'm, I'm several miles from here. I don't have anything near the marsh. Lad, I think you should lie down. You don't seem well. Awesome. So the um, the people that we talked to before, they called them houses, but I'm thinking they're more like traps, kind of like how we set up the mouse traps. They're like just big boxes with a hole in them, so they go in and eat the poison. And so that's what I'm thinking is happening, is they, they've set up these boxes that, to the smaller people, they just look like houses because they're so big and they're boxy, like a house. And they go in and they're poisoned from it. Okay, I, I think I was thinking too literally then. It's all good. Uh, by, by houses, I mean your, your ant traps. Who puts ant traps in a marsh? A marsh no one lives in. You're thinking we're daft, boy. No, the, the ant traps in your houses. Our houses are miles away. This is an open field. National forest. National Marsh! State Marsh, actually. Oh, this, you're getting into semantics. The point is, no one lives around here. Well, maybe it looks like nobody lives around here because you don't see them. You're telling them us they're coming into our houses, and now you're saying, we don't look at the wee one's houses. You're talking nonsense, me giant boy. So it sounds like they're saying that they're not putting any of the, so the traps are far, or their houses are far away. Their actual houses are far away. So they're saying that they're not putting any traps uh, or ant traps in the marsh. And that would be silly. Could it be pesticides then? Like farming? Possible. I mean, you could ask them if there's anyone that does anything around here, like does the government put rodent traps or pesticides or ant traps or anything around here so that the games are free of bugs? Or maybe some illegal dumping is happening and we need to inform the Scotsman that's what's happening. Like if, if we're trying to look for Garu values here in the journey in, in this vision, like protecting nature, protecting those that live in nature. So like yes these these people are like this is state this is like protected we none of the no one would do this here well no one doing anything legally okay does, if this makes sense that makes sense so maybe like war warn them or maybe think that like you're confused and maybe there's something in the marsh that's causing your confusion maybe maybe there's like is all the scotsmen turn into cyclopses the whole area kind of the whole sky turns crimson red the sun blue and the f grass beneath your feet feels warm and fuzzy yet also crawly still on top of dimitri who's standing on top of grass that feels crawly yes okay all right let's let's start over i i came from down below because there are people dying i me my i believe that someone or somebody is putting something that is poisoning others. Oi, and that could be the case, lad. But it's none of us, and we don't know nothing about it. 
We're just here for our games. We've been hurting nobody. As you hear one of them going, Well, my cousin was hurt by a nobody. I, I'm sorry if I imply that you, that all of you were hurting people, and I'm sorry for your cousin, too. I lost his eye. Terrible business. Oh, sounds awful. But, I guess, do you know if there's some somebody that might possibly do, be dumping something in the marsh? Or might have a reason to? Nothing's coming to mind, for being honest with you. I think I came up all this way for nothing, lad. We're just here having a game. And we've had quite a bit of a break, and, well, me arm is starting to cool down. And I'd like to continue playing, if you catch my drift. Alright, uh, you know what, I... Don't let me stop you. And I'll I'll just step out of the way of their game. As he goes, lad, for your trouble, as he gives you... He palms you some money, and the money bleeds into your hand, and you've gained three Gnosis. Hemp Gnosis. Alright. How would you I like am, to continue? I... I'm not sure, because... That just made me think maybe the Scotsmen were a dead end. Unless I'm supposed to play shock put with them, but I, I don't want to, like, toss somebody to their death. Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now, I did not plan for you to get good at shot put as a major story beat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's good to know. <laughs> just that's good to, to know. <laughs> to move the curtain just a tad. <laughs> All right, so what you doing? All right, before I shrink down and tell everybody that the Scotsmen were a dead end, um, they were I'm there. Gonna... <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> I'm going to walk over to the houses so that we don't have to walk and All right, as you start sized. walking around and looking around, unfortunately, actually, roll me a single D10, please. Oh, no. All right. As you misstep and you hear little squeaks and there are several ruptured bodies beneath your foot before you finally find tiny houses made of wood you have found the houses oh i found the houses guys good job i i guess i'll shrink back down then and face my consequences all right roll three gnosis and give me an a Charisma Primal Urge roll. Diff 9, please. Alright, we're gonna say you shrink down, but you shrink down, but you shrink down to your Hamid height in Krynos. As everyone falls off your scalp, and the puke puddle Cora left on your head remains the same size as you feel this wet spot growing on your scalp until you are in full Krynos and vomit is dripping down the side of your head. As you stand there in adorable 5-8 Krinos, treat your strength as it be as being one lower. Alright. So you notice something. Dimitri, you couldn't have noticed this at your height, and it's difficult to notice now because of your height, but everyone else notices that some of these houses are of various sizes. Some of these seem like twice the size of a house or a door that the people you've met and you could use. Some of those houses are smaller, and are too small for you, and others seem larger. Going inside, you see the bodies hardened and crystallized, and it looks like people were grabbing furniture and things like that out of the houses and pulling boards off the wall and leaving. Your science roll, key. Sure. Can I get in science? Diff seven, I'm gonna say. Ah, not today. Not today. Looks uh crystalline. <laughs> 
All right, what do you choose to do now? You also have a general sense of where the other people are, thanks to Zeb's direction sense. Where you met the others, I should say. So does it look like they were turned into crystal while they were taking things? Yes, or at least okay. inside these houses. Okay. And they just kind of look like regular like wooden houses? Yep, of various sizes. Well, you said it looked like they were taking boards off the wall. I want to take a look at maybe there's something in the wall that okay. they were trying to get to. As you start pulling wood off the wall and looking around, some white dust sprays in your face. But as you pull it, as you start pulling boards off, you notice that the house keeps getting smaller incrementally. All right, I'm gonna stop before. I'm gonna stop before the house gets too small. Just turn into Hamid or Lupus. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> I could do that. I'm drawing a blank. I don't. I don't understand what's going. Like, why this would be happening. Okay, so taking the boards out makes the house slightly smaller. And the houses are in various sizes, and it looks like some of the older houses have gotten much larger. They look more fancy. Let's check out one of those. Okay, you check out one of those. Moving through, you notice once again a couple of crystalline people as they're holding appropriately sized furniture and boards. And if you try and pull a board from the wall, the splinters turn into a regular sized board. With this, everything shifts. You are standing on a giant leaf. You are what feels like miles in the air on a tree as all of your bodies are black. You have six limbs, antennae, and mandibles. And the board you are holding, Zebulon, is now a shard of leaf. They've gotten turned into ants. He says the... with his antennae and pheromones. Yeah, and pheromones, <laughs> correct. <laughs> we're what carpenter ants before, now we're regular ants. So from the look of things, it seems like something was happening where people were taking boards and furniture out of these now smaller houses to make their houses larger. And then something happened that turned them into crystal. And okay. Dimitri, actually, by the leaf you're standing on, there's a patch of white fungus growing along the leaf. I need a stamina roll. So not a botch, but you see f the flesh on Dimitri starting t on one of his uh, ant legs to start kind of get kind of fuzzy and gross as its body, as it becomes almost squishy with whitish fungus growing out of it and starting to grow along his body. Matri, what's your rage? Uh, my rage is at... My temp rage is rage. at you. Uh, permanent permanent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Alright, I will mother's touch him. Okay. And you, the, the fungus starts to go away and it disappears. It's odd, though. Something you noticed is that the disease didn't seem to affect you when you were in your human forms. It seems likely that you're different from the humans who call this place home. As everything changes back and you're back in a house, and there's little bits of white particles floating around in the small house that Dimitri is in. Is all the wood in these houses the same? Yep. If you went from place to place to, to build your home and took a resource from it, like a leaf, it would just shrink in size, right? So just imagine it here. You're just pulling the essence of one thing and moving it somewhere else. And in this case, it wasn't poison. It's just a fungus that's part of it that well, affected them. Well, I was, yeah, that I was thinking that if they're, they all come from the same kind of wood or like the same tree, the, an infected tree, 
then the house is going to be infected. You're not going to build your house with moldy wood, right? And in some cases, it might have taken two or three to figure out that was the problem. Yeah. And then they just avoided it, which is why we walk into a place where there were a few folks holding furniture in their hands dead. And the guy that we met that was hiding out said, you know, you see this happening, and if you're in proximity and they fall apart, turn to dust, whatever, you two get affected. So they stayed away from them after they ransacked them for some time. Yeah, because that's how, like, mushroom mushrooms and um mold spores kind of reproduce yeah here we were wanting to uh blame somebody else for a natural thing in nature taking out some ants yeah shame on us yeah it's harder when it's people huh? mm-hmm. and so this area kind of dissipates out as you are once again the ever-changing lands of flux as your genders are constantly switching your body composed of water fire air acid moving about different elements touching and shifting you actually feel yourself as clouds of atoms rather than singular beings as the road continues forward and i need a wits enigmas roll please f8 seriously two tens and two ones yep (laughs) all right as you fall through a lake of time as every drop is a different moment in every possible history. Before you hit something strange, it feels out of place here, but you can't put your finger on it. As you slide through and you find yourself in a grand and amazing forest. Trees, fields as far as the eye can see. You see odd animals, parrots with the heads of wolves, serpents with the legs of centipedes, deer whose body is water and antlers are fire and various other creatures, insects, that are crafted of gold. And in the distance, in front of you, you see the shimmer of webs. And behind you, you can actually see the ever-shifting lands of chaos. This place is different. It is chaos, and it is not chaos. Something has interfered, and we will find out what has interfered next time. Thank you to everyone who listened. We will catch you in that next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.